What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. Thanks for tuning in on this Friday afternoon, one week before training camp begins. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Busy show today. It's not going to be too long, but let's get right into it as we begin our preview for the Cowboys special teams unit, our last training camp preview before the season. Next week, we'll be talking about some bigger issues about the Cowboys, and I'll let you know all about that next week. So make sure you tune in for that. But for today, we're talking about the special teams unit. And we're going to talk about each player individual, not every single player on special teams, but our specialist and some of the returners. So let's go ahead and start with Dan Bailey. Uh, Last year was actually Bailey's worst year of his career. And I don't know if you remember that because it wasn't that bad. Uh, The Cowboys have been fortunate that Bailey has been one of the most accurate kickers of all time, really, over the past few seasons. Um, But he struggled a little bit last year. He made just 84% of his kicks. He was 3 of 6 from 50, and that's where he struggled. He just didn't have the accuracy uh, from 50 from what we've seen in the past. A big reason why he struggled was because of a back injury that happened after the San Francisco game. Uh, slept on, in a hotel, kind of tweaked his back a little bit while he was sleeping. Never really got right for the rest of the season. I don't know what exactly happened, uh, but it's fair to assume that's a big reason why he struggled. And again, it's a relative struggle because he was still 17 of 17 from under 40. He made every single extra point after the league moved the extra point back. He was fairly good under 50. I think he only missed two kicks under 50. So he was still, you know, one of the best kickers in the league, just really struggled from 50. Just 29 years old, just getting into his prime now. I, I'm assuming he this back injury is fixed and he'll be all ready to go for the season. But it's something to keep an eye on. If he has another year where he struggles, maybe this is something that's going to, you know, prohibit him long term. But I don't see that being a problem. This is one of the best clutch kickers in the league. Um, there's not too many guys you would rather have over him in a clutch situation. Uh, Justin Tucker in Baltimore is the only person that comes to mind. Fantastic. Doesn't matter if it's rain, snow, uh, nice indoors, outdoors, doesn't matter. Bailey's about as consistent as it comes from under 50. The other specialist, Chris Jones, I actually thought was quite a bit better last year. Uh, Chris Jones was, I believe, the first or second-ranked punter in the league last year, according to the Bleacher Report 1000 project. Um, He had the highest yards per punt total in his career, 45.9. You may remember a couple of plays from Chris Jones last year. He had a a couple of pretty memorable plays, the first being the 30-yard rush that he had against Philadelphia that kind of turned that game on a fake punt, the other being the incredible tackle against Detroit uh, on Monday night. So, this is a guy that's very athletic, and typically you want your punters to be tall, athletic guys for this simple reason. They're having to 
you know, sometimes catch bad snaps. Sometimes they're having to roll out. Sometimes they have to evade rushers. You typically want your punter to be a athlete. And when teams are scouting punters, they want to see, okay, what sports did they play when they were in high school? You know, were they soccer players? Were they basketball players? Because you want that baseline of athleticism at the punter position. It's not something that gets talked about uh, a lot, but Dallas does have a very athletic one in Chris Jones. The one thing I would like to see Jones work on is he's had two two punts blocked in the past three seasons. It's a little high. Uh, He sometimes takes a little bit longer to get off his punts. I'd like to see him shorten up his steps a little bit on uh, punts, especially when they're backed up in their own end zone, because that's typically, if you're going to get a punt blocked, that's typically where it's going to happen. Again, between Bailey and Jones, maybe the best tandem in the league. Nothing to worry about. And that's that's always nice is when you don't have to worry about your specialists. When you know that they're about as consistent as it comes, one less thing to worry about on game day. What the Cowboys do need to worry about are the returners. It's been a long time since the Cowboys have had a good set of returners. Uh, let's start with the kick return unit and how the Cowboys might address that this year. They have now gone more than 330 consecutive kickoff returns without scoring a touchdown. Say that again. 330 consecutive returns without scoring a touchdown. That's the longest streak in the league. The last one to do it for Dallas was Felix Jones in 2008 in his rookie season. It's just been a long time since the Cowboys have had someone back there that has any that you know that brings any fear to uh, you know a kickoff team. Who is going to res- hold those responsibilities this year? Lucky Whitehead did it last year. Darren McFadden's always a possibility. I doubt Ryan Switzer is going to get a chance just because he may be a little bit too small for that spot and I don't know if they want to have Switzer take that pounding. But my dark horse to fill that spot is Rod Smith. Uh, he's competing for the third running back job. He can potentially be the fourth or the second fullback. He's not going to give you that breakaway speed, but it's pretty clear that Dallas doesn't want that. What they want is a reliable returner who can hold onto the ball. They're just not looking to make big plays. They don't spend a lot of time and resources at this position. I think they like to go with reliable uh, I think they want somebody who's going to catch the ball in the end zone and kneel on it, and is not going to take it out. Uh, we've seen before in the past that that's been a problem for Dallas. Is Lucky Whitehead thinks he's a little bit better than what he is, and returns some of these kicks that he has no business returning. Anytime a team kicks into the end zone, you should just thank him because you're getting the ball out of 25 every single time. I would like to see them address that spot in the future. I thought Cordero Patterson. When he was a free agent this year, I thought he was going to be an option. Uh, he's been one of the best ones in the league. Dallas decided not to spend the money on that position. We'll see how it works out. Again, probably going to be Darren McFadden. Probably going to be Rod Smith as maybe the up back. We'll see. As for punt returner, it's been another spot that's been bad for Dallas. Uh, they haven't had a punt return for a touchdown since 2013. Anybody remember the name? Who was it? It was Dwayne Harris against the Eagles in 2013. He also returned one for a touchdown in 2012. 
against the Redskins. But over the past three seasons, the Cowboys have averaged just seven yards per return. To put that in perspective a little bit, to show you what some of the other elite units are doing in the league, Tyreek Hill of the Chiefs last year averaged 15.2 yards per return. Dallas averaged seven. Ryan Switzer is going to get every opportunity to win this spot, and Dallas is hoping that he can be their version of Tyreek Hill. However, and I, I like Ryan Switzer a lot. I think he's a, a really good returner. He doesn't have that same speed that Tyreek has. He doesn't have uh, the same athleticism as Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh. He just doesn't have the same speed as Devin Hester or some of those other guys. What I think Ryan Switzer is going to be is a reliable returner. And again, that's a huge thing for Dallas because last year, Lucky Whitehead was benched multiple times throughout the year because he was not reliable in terms of, first of all, putting the ball on the ground. But second, Dallas lost a lot of field position because of his uh, misjudging the ball in the air. And that's why you saw more of Cole Beasley at the end of the season. I think Switzer is going to be a reliable guy that could maybe boost that average up to eight, nine yards per turn. I don't expect him to be this big touchdown guy. Uh, maybe he breaks off one through the season. That would be fantastic. But I think he's another reliable returner. Um, my belief over the past few years is that Dez is the best returner on this team. And he's going to be the best returner on this team for a while. Uh, he returned two punts for touchdowns in his rookie season. He's tied for fifth all-time in the Cowboys punt return for touchdowns leaderboard. I think if they need to use Dez, I think that's always a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen this year. I know that Dallas Dallas likes to keep him on offense to kind of just keep him healthy. They don't want to expose him to any extra hits. We'll see. Uh, Lucky Whitehead is still going to have a chance to win this job. He's going to get every chance in training camp and in preseason to prove that he is healthy and that he is the best returner on this team. I just don't think Dallas trusts him. And when they don't trust a returner back there, you're not going to win a spot. Ultimately, specialists are great. Returners are underwhelming. They drafted Ryan Switzer in the fourth round, hoping that he can breathe some life into this unit. I like him. I just don't think he's going to be one of these top five returners that change games. Dallas, Dallas just has never put an emphasis on special teams. It's always one of the most average units in the league. Actually, most of the time, it's below average. We'll see. Uh, I'm not expecting great things. I'm expecting a more reliable type of uh, return unit from the Cowboys this season. That's it for today's preview. Thank you for following along for all of our training camp previews. If you want to go back and look at all of the archives, all of the positional groups, you can do that on iTunes, Audio Boom. Wherever you get podcasts, go back and listen to some of those uh, great podcasts as we go back and talk about those. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you can subscribe to podcasts. Make sure you join us on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening.
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.